Welcome to the latest episode of Bug Gym, your go-to pest control podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dobson. Today, we will be speaking to Jim Byrne from Expert Pest Control about all things related to common wildlife in New England, but specifically squirrels. Expert Pest Control is the trusted local resource for problems with wildlife, fully licensed in the state of Massachusetts. Both Jim and his Expert Pest Control technicians have the experience and knowledge to answer the most important and commonly asked wildlife and squirrel removal questions out there. So let's get to it. Here we go. So squirrels and other wildlife. What types of wildlife does expert pest control deal with for customers in the North New England area? Our biggest wildlife call is squirrels. That, that's not even close. However, uh, there are three different uh, squirrels that we get calls for. It's not just, you know, squirrels. <laughs> it is gray squirrels, which of course everybody knows what those are. Okay, and then we also get a lot of calls for red squirrels, which are about half the size of a gray squirrel. And we also get calls for flying squirrels. All right, so, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, I got squirrels. No, we need to go out and determine which kind of squirrel okay you have because they have different habits different you know breeding cycles and it, you know wildlife is a besides insects and you know rodents like mice and rats wildlife is a whole different whole different ball game which i'm uh very glad now we have uh someone that's really really good in wildlife we for years we didn't do it because we weren't licensed for it and we didn't have someone that was really, quoting, pardon the pun, an expert, okay, in wildlife, but now we do, and uh, he's been with us for a few years now, and he's done really, really good work. We also get a lot of calls for bats, especially people out in the, out in the woods, okay, a lot of times don't even realize that they have bats uh, until, you know, either one starts flying through their house, or they see them leaving at dusk, you know, off from around the chimney or something like that. Okay, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of wildlife issues out there. When are, when are squirrels most active? When do they become a problem? Kind of all year, but uh, they're kind of like rodents. You know, they know when winter's coming as well. Okay, and if they can find a nice easy way into your attic to leave to live all winter in your attic, they're going to. It's a nice, warm, you know, protected uh, spot for them. And if, you know, a lot of times people have a, you know, big hole or they've made a hole uh, that they can get in and out real easy and they feel nice and cozy uh, living up in your attic all winter. And sometimes in the spring, they will, ha if uh, they'll have their litters up there. Okay, and that presents a whole different problem because we don't want to close off a hole that the mom is getting in and out because she will either just chew another hole, which causes more damage, or if the babies die up there, then it's going to cause an odor problem. And then it could turn into a fly problem because the flies are breeding in the dead baby carcasses. I mean, it, it's a, uh, yeah, it could be, it could be nasty. Okay. So you really have to be careful of what you do when. Okay, it kind of has to be uh, inspected to make sure that there is no litter up there before we start doing things. 
okay, because we don't want to trap the babies in there. Okay, and then that causes, like I said, a whole different set of problems. What is the, the treatment for, you know, a squirrel problem in your attic? Uh, a lot of times it's just, it's determining how they're getting in and out. Okay, and then a lot of times putting what's called a one-way door where they can leave, but they can't get back in. Okay, it's a, a really ingenious thing that we used to make our own before a company started making them for us, which were much better and saved us a lot of time from having to make it ourselves. But uh, it's basically a screened thing that the squirrel can push its way out. And as soon as it pushes its way out, the, a door slams behind it. And if they try to push in, they can't, they can't, it won't go in. Okay, so they're like, okay, I guess I'm out of here. Unless, like I said, if she, if it's a mother and she has her babies in that attic and she's been shut out, she's not gonna say, oh, well, she's gonna chew another hole to get back at her babies. Okay, that's why I said you gotta make sure, okay, you, you follow the right steps. Okay, so you don't wind up trapping something in the house and then causing it a bigger issue. What are the signs that I might have a problem with a squirrel? When you have a squirrel, you generally know you have a squirrel. They are very noisy. The, the best thing I do is when I get there and they say, I got something in the attic. And I kind of, well, does it sound like this? You know, like a little, you know, footy prints kind of. Or does it sound like someone's playing football in the attic? Because squirrels, like I said, they will make a racket up there. It's generally not a, gee, I wonder what that is. Uh, it's a squirrel. And sometimes there's a lot more than one up there. Uh, flying squirrels can have big uh, colonies up there. We, we've caught like 25, you know, squirrels in an attic. Okay, so you can picture 25 squirrels. going to make a lot of noise. Uh, gray squirrels are much bigger, of course. Uh, so they make the most noise, and uh, but they generally don't have near as big a colony as you know. They usually two or maybe three. Okay, girls, gray squirrels up there. Whereas, like I said, uh, flying squirrels can be you know twenty to thirty. Okay, up there. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, wildlife really is a, quite an adventure um, dealing with a lot of these things. Thank you for listening to Bug Jim, the pest control podcast. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If you want to learn more about expert pest control services, or if you have an immediate pest problem that needs to be addressed, visit expertpestcontrol.net. While you're there, subscribe to the blog or follow Expert Pest Control on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, for future updates and pest control tips. If you have your own questions about pests and pest control, Submit them to the website or social media and your questions will be answered on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening and we will be back again soon with another episode of Bug Jim, the Pest Control Podcast.